At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Stepon tries to get a stick to it. Not out yet. Shea, he'll hack at it. But the Islanders center behind the net. He's sliding. Coach Yetkoff with a stout save on Cal Clutterbuck, who got loose in the slot. Work back to the top. Dobson will send it across the ice. A shot is hammered right on. And Coach Yetkoff to the post, robbing Brock Nelson. Circling behind the net. Up top. Shea's drive. Stroken with a set. Middle score on the doorstep. Number one with the Carolina Hurricanes for Paul Stastny. Puts Carolina in the lead. Did he ever repeatedly on this shift establish Long Island real estate? Really good stuff for Paul Stastny. Natchez wins it back clean. Burns. He shot to the score. Burns let it go off of the draw. Canes with net front. And it's a 2-0 lead for Carolina. And it looks like it's going to be Jesperi Kotkaniemi on the deflection. His third of the year. And now Kotkaniemi, who's got a goal. Hammers went through. Follow-up hits the post. Oh, Jesperi Kotkaniemi. Just a shade away from his second goal of this now, game. Martin with a good forecheck. It'll get to stall. Second opportunity by Nason Martin to the rebound. Stuff chance. They'll score! What a play by the Carolina Hurricanes. Relentless forecheck. And the captain continues his tear, his seventh of the season. He's got three goals in the last four. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast with your host, Adam Gold. The Canes Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. And now, here's Adam. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold, and the Hurricanes put a defensive clinic on display at UBS Arena on Long Island, and they beat the Islanders 3-0. It really was maybe their best game, certainly their best defensive game of the entire season. They allowed the Islanders absolutely nothing today. We are brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. If you need some windows, some, two, doesn't matter, 80, they've got them. They've got windows, they've got doors, they've got roofing, they have everything. If it's for the exterior of your home to make your home more beautiful, more energy efficient, AluminumCompany.com. All right, let's get to this. It'll be a Saturday quickie with a, uh, a very important youth soccer match uh, looming in the morning. All right, let's uh, let's get right to it because I mentioned that this was a defensive clinic for Carolina. First, just some numbers for where this team is at this point. First of all, last nine games on the road, 5-0-4. That seems good to me. Last seven games overall, 5-0-2. On this road trip, 4-0-1. And we will all agree that the Hurricanes, to this point this season, 
have not quite put the full Megillah together. Now, tonight, they didn't have the lineup that was going to force the issue offensively. This had to be a defensive game. And Carolina showed the defensive game tonight. This is, again, the Tom Amansky video. <laughs> uh, congratulations to Fred McGriff. The Tom Amansky video of how to play sound defensive hockey. You could tell after the game, Rod Brindamore was like, that is what we're talking about. And then when you add a little bit more high end to it at the, uh, you know, when, when Ajo is back, and I realize it's just one guy, but no Ajo, no Faust. You're playing seven uh, defensemen, 11 forwards. Then you lose Seth Jarvis for the good chunk of the second period. So many reasons for this not to be a 3 nothing win for Carolina, but it was a 3 nothing win for Carolina. And you could probably make the argument that tonight's performance is 100% about the culture and the standard of performance that Rod Brindamore has instilled. I mean, that's really what this was. This was Andrei Svechnikov, Jesperi Kokaniemi, Martin Natchez, Tavo Teravine, and Seth Jarvis, all the high-end guys. This was them doing it on the defensive end. Seth Jarvis blocks a shot. Jesperi Kokaniemi foils the only good transition opportunity for the Islanders all night. It's KK back on his horse, getting a stick in the way, denying the pass. Andrei Svechnikov had a marvelous back check tonight. Martin Natchez can't play a better game without getting no points. He was excellent. He actually, you could argue that without him, they don't score the first two goals. But he doesn't get, actually had an assist for the second one. Uh, but they have since taken that away, which is fine. He won the faceoff, apparently, Tavo Teravainen. Touched the puck on the way back out to Brent Burns. Anyway, uh, they just got solid efforts. I thought maybe Brent Burns' best game with the Hurricanes. Forget Again, forget about the assist. He was just good in his own end. And he was bothersome in his own end. Uh, didn't like the penalty he took that made it a five-on-three, but he was physical. We'll take a little physicality. We said before the game, if you listen to the Stormwatch, Keys to the game for Carolina tonight were going to be winning the physical battles. It really didn't feel to me to be a super physical game. You win puck battles along the wall, which is what Carolina did all night long. They won the puck. They absolutely won it. And then I said, in front of both goals is where Carolina will win this game. If you're going to beat the Islanders... Uh, without Aho, without Fost, you need a full team effort and you need to win from the hash marks down on both ends. And the Islanders got nothing in front of the net. Zero in front of the net. And the Hurricanes scored all three of their goals in front of the net. So uh, now I think I sprained a, uh, a like an upper back muscle just patting myself on the back, but... Uh, that's the way I thought this game was going to be played. Uh, and the Hurricanes did that. They did it to a T, and they absolutely suffocated the Islanders tonight. So here's some data. Uh, and these these numbers all come from natural, natural stat trick. The Hurricanes, in all situations, 
had a 77-39 edge in shot attempts. For the game in shots, it was 31-16. Scoring chances, 37-23. I don't remember the Islanders having 23 scoring chances. Uh, High danger, 9-9. I don't remember the Islanders having nine high danger chances. But whatever. All right, but let's dig a little deeper. Second and third periods where Carolina, I thought, really leaned on the Islanders. And I said it on Twitter, at a gold fan. Uh, after, the, like, late in the second period, there was about four minutes left in the period, and I said, Canes have been dominant this period. It would be nice to get another one. They didn't, but at least they didn't give one up because then everything changes in the third period. But Carolina was awesome in the second and then somehow they came out and were better in the third. They were. They were just flat better than the Islanders in the third period. They were the more desperate team with a one nothing lead. Uh, but the they outshoot the Islanders 13-6 in the third. All right, now let's dig even a little deeper. Jordan Stahl, Jordan Martinook, Stefan Nason. Same type of stats shot attempts for the game 14 to 1 against whomever they were matched up against 14 to 1 yep uh shots 4-1 scoring chances 8-0 high danger chances 4-0 goals 1-0 they don't Stahl and Martinuk do not give up anything. Stefan Nace is playing very well. He really is. So he fits he fits in a lot of places. And ultimately, it's gonna sound harsh, but ultimately, I'd love to see this team get to the point where Nason was actually a healthy extra. So I'm not saying I want Andre Kasha to play over Nason. I'd like to see what Andre Kasha could do on this team given health. Because he's quick, he's a good defensive player, he's got a little bit of a scoring touch, although Nason is, checks notes, seventh on the team in scoring. But anyway, Max Pacioretty is going to come back to play. Sebastian Ao and Jesper Foss are going to come back to play. Now, Nason may stay in the lineup anyway. I mean, I have to imagine that when they get healthy, Jack Drury will be back down in the AHL for one more, you know, maybe one more year. He still doesn't have any points. I didn't think he was bad tonight, but he didn't play a lot. Uh, but ultimately, Stefan Nason isn't going anywhere. He figures in on too many goals. Now, I don't think he's a perfect player. I really would rather him not be on the power play. Uh, he's good in front of the net, but I don't think he's amazing in front of the net. Anyway, um, he was good again tonight, though. And he's a important part of this team. And he fit in beautifully with Stahl and Martinuk. But I would say this. I think I could fit in beautifully with Stahl and Martinuk the way they're playing. No offense to you, Jesper Faust. Uh, but right now, I mean, and at some point we will do, maybe we'll do it when we get to the 40-game uh, the mark or the 41-game mark or it's some milestone, you know, mile marker uh, of the season. But if I was given out stars for the Hurricanes, third star, second star, first star of the season, 
Jordan Martinuk has to be one of the three stars. Natchez, Martinuk, Kachetkov would would be my three stars of this season. Adam Golden Studio with my friend Jeff Monsine, who used to be the owner-operator of the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. His dad was as well. Sammy Hanna is now in charge. Let's talk about windows, or are they winders? I like to say winders because you winders, look like a winder guy. Yeah, but if you're thinking about custom-made windows, bay and bow windows, garden windows, double-hung sliders, all the windows are insulated, super energy efficient, tilt-in for cleaning. Give the aluminum company a call. One of the great salesmen will come out, give you a free no-obligation estimate. Ryan can tell you a little can bit more. Can I talk more. to one of the great salesmen? Yeah, talk to him. I have Ryan Monsine here. You know him. Do you have a favorite window? We do. My favorite's the double-hung window. Like Jeff said, it tilts in, easy to clean, and it's Energy Star rated, which means it's going to make your home a lot more airtight, a lot more energy efficient, too. Very good. I like airtight. I like energy efficient, and I like the fact that you called your dad Jeff. Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. 800-672-4348 and aluminumcompany.com. Speaking of Kachetkov, yes, he had a 16-save shutout tonight, and he was good. Not saying he wasn't good, but I'm also not 100% positive they have to wash his uniform. I mean, did he sweat? He, I seemed bored to me. But at least he was paying attention. There was a, a flurry in the third period that he had to deal with, but um, his two best saves came very early on, right in the first period. Uh, they were both early. This one on Cal Clutterbuck. Stepon tries to get a stick to it. Not out yet. Shea. He'll hack at it. But the Islanders center behind the net. He's sliding. Coach Shetkoff with a stout save on Cal Clutterbuck, who got loose in the slot. It was a great pass from behind the net. I believe it was uh, Matt Martin who threw it out in front. Uh, and it came from directly behind the goal. But Kachetkov was in great position. And uh, it was a good shot, but very good save. And then this one on a power play where he had to get over to the post and deny Brock Nelson. Now it's worked back to the top. Dobson will send it across the ice. A shot is hammered right on. And Kochetkov to the post robbing Brock Nelson. Yeah, I mean, he uh, he got over quickly. So, Rod said that he that Freddie's not going to play Tuesday in Detroit, which means it's going to be Pyotr Kachetkov again. So, I will say it again for the 1,000th time. It's not even close. He has been their best goalie of the season. Okay. So, best goalie. When they have to make a decision, when Anderson is healthy, if Ranta is also healthy, if Freddie's going to be the number one again, and I'm not arguing that he shouldn't be, I'm just saying if he's going to be, Kachetkov's probably going to get sent back if Ranta's healthy. Unless, because... There's no point having Kachetkov here play in once a week. He has to play. But I also have a hard time, personally, sending your best goalie to the minor leagues. So I don't know how it's going. I really don't know how it's all going to work out. 
when I asked Rod Brindamore that question today, he basically said, doesn't make any sense talking about it now because um, our, th- our three goalies are not healthy. <laughs> we don't have three healthy goalies at this point because Anderson is practiced, but he hasn't, he's not ready to get in the game yet. And we have uh, Auntie Ranta who's dealing with whatever. He's good enough to back up, but Kachetkov is the guy at this point. All right, some other guys who are hot. Brent Burns, six points in his last four games. Jordan Stahls, goals in three of his last four. Brady Shea, uh, three-game point streak. Kachetkov is not only 6-1-4 on the year, but here is the sneaky, cool stat. He has played in nine of Carolina's last ten games. Nine of their last ten. One of those, of course, he didn't start. He came in, the one in St. Louis, at the start of the third period in a 3-3 game and closed it out. But, I mean, the kid is 6-1-4, and four, and he's played really, really well. And my, my fascination about tonight was how would he react? How would he bounce back after what I thought was his poorest game this year, the overtime loss in Anaheim. Nothing he can do on the second and third goals, but I thought the first and the fourth were absolutely savable. And anyway, we don't have to worry about his mindset. We don't have to worry about whether or not he forgets because the save on Clutterbuck and the one on Brock Nelson on the power play those were excellent, excellent saves. I mean, they're not going to make Sports Center highlights, but they were excellent saves, and they came at the right time, the absolute right time. We have no idea what we're going to see from uh, Aho and Faust going forward. Um, I think Carolina is content to go with 11 forwards and seven defensemen until either Aho or Faust come back, because why not? You're giving guys more ice time that want more ice time anyway. And you saw Tavo Teravainen play more than 20 minutes tonight. Important stuff. Martin, uh, Martin Natchez, I thought, had another really good game. We'll go through the goals here uh, in a second. But let's spend just two minutes, or whatever it is. I'm not going to put a clock on it. Uh, talking about two guys who met the moment tonight. The first didn't get one of my stars, but he was a very good player tonight, and that's Paul Stasny. Now, we've seen him start to play better uh, over the last couple of weeks. Not even start to play better. I think he's legitimately played well over the last couple of weeks. He just hadn't scored a goal, and I'm sure a guy like Stasny who has, well, I don't know, 10, 20 goal seasons, maybe not 10, 7, 20 goal seasons. He's a good player, really good player. Scored 21 for the Jets last year. Hadn't scored a goal yet. Get out of here. But he did veteran things tonight. It was in the right place at the right time. And so the Hurricanes, I'm sorry, not just the Hurricanes, he gets rewarded. He gets rewarded for that. I played uh, 14 and a half minutes, one and a half his face-offs. 
So it's a good game for uh, for Stasny. He needed we needed to give him some love. And it's probably the best game of the year for Jesperi Kokaniemi. And I said that I would have said that if he had not scored the goal. He was really good tonight, and good for him because he has needed to put a good performance on the ice. Forget about scoring the goal, right? You had to be a guy who won some face-offs. He won uh, way more than he lost. You had to be the guy to create space, to put shots on net. And yes, Barry Kotkaniemi did all of that tonight. Uh, he was he was a physical player tonight as well. And the Hurricanes reaped the benefits of that because when he plays well, Carolina's pretty tough. And they played well, and he had to tonight because there was no Ajo. So he was going to be super relied upon to do something. And he did. And again, not just the goal. He impacted the game in other ways. So good for Stasny, good for Kokaniemi for meeting the moment. Uh, All right, let's go through the goals. And uh, then if I'm not snoring, I'll say goodbye. Nothing happened in the first relatively even period, but I give a slight edge to the Hurricanes. I thought they were a little bit better, a little bit more dangerous, except for that clutterbuck try uh, early in the period. Uh, But in the second period, about seven minutes in, Stasny, who was playing between Andrei Svechnikov and Martin Natchez, did a good. Natchez circling behind the net. Up top, Shane's drive, Sorokin with a seven minute score on the doorstep. Number one with the Carolina Hurricanes for Paul Stastny puts Carolina in the lead. Did he ever repeatedly on this shift establish Long Island real estate? Really good stuff for Paul Stastny. The Hamptons is expensive real estate. So if he was all the way out at Montauk, then that's enormous. Look, Paul played a good game. He was in the right place. Smart veteran play. Natchez really makes the play, uh, creating the uh, the play from out from behind the net. He basically skated the offensive zone, gets it out to Brady Shea, who's very good about a quick release uh, on net. The puck falls to Svechnikov, who dished it over to Stasny for his first goal of the season in Carolina had the icebreaker at 7.06 of the first. We go to the third period, and I was a little worried going into third because Carolina played so well in the second that you'd like to see him get more than just the one because anytime it's a one-shot hockey game, anything can happen. Uh, but as I said, again, on Twitter, at a gold fan, don't be afraid to get the next goal. Don't be afraid to score the second one. It was stay out of the box, right? Play a smart, sound defensive period, and don't be afraid to push. And the Hurricanes off a faceoff, won by Natchez, pushed. Natchez wins it back clean. Burns. He's trying to score! Burns let it go off of the draw. Canes with net front, and it's a 2 nothing lead for Carolina. And it looks like it's going to be Jesperi Kotkaniemi on the deflection, his third of the year. Again, Natchez wins the draw clean. It goes off of Teravine and back to Burns. Burns' shot is deflected by Kokaniemi. 2 nothing. 
And then, because this is what always happened, this is the broken record tweet, Jordan Stahl and Jordan Martinuk together are an absolute monster. Now Martinuk with a good four check. It'll get to Stahl. Second opportunity by Nason. Martinuk to the rebound. Stop chance. They'll score! What a play by the Carolina Hurricanes. Relentless four check. And the captain continues his tear. His seventh of the season. He's got three goals in the last four. Is absolutely dominant. Jordan Stahl. Jordan Martin, Stefan Nason. The numbers of that line are absolutely cartoon-like. Greg Wyshynski of ESPN.com ranked the top 20 offensive lines in the, or forward lines in the league. And Martin, Stahl, and Faust were 13th. No other Hurricanes forward line made the list, which I'm not even arguing about because I'm not, I don't think Wyshynski is wrong, but I do think he is right albeit maybe even a little undervalued the way Stahl, Martinuk, and Faust have played. Remember, it is the best, in terms of puck possession, it's the best forward line in the NHL. Just in terms of possession, they are the best forward line in the NHL. They always have the puck. It's tough to give up goals when you always have the puck. Right before we get out of here, uh, Martin Natchez leads the Hurricanes with 28 points. Sebastian Iowa, 27. Svechnikov picked up an assist tonight. He has 26. Brent Burns picked up an assist tonight. He's got 20. Jordan Martinuk is fifth on the team in scoring. <laughs> ah, he's got 14 points. Seth Jarvis is 13. Hopefully he'll be okay. Uh, took a puck off the outside of the right boot, uh, but he did eventually come back. He missed just about all of the second period. Uh, and Stefan Nason with 12 points, three goals, and nine assists is seventh on the team in scoring. Those are the only seven players the Hurricanes have who have double-digit points, and we are now through 27 games. 27 games played. Hurricanes still only have seven players with double-digit points. That's going to need to change. Well, it's going to it'll change anyway, but they there's going to have to be an increase in scoring at some point here to really take advantage of how well how good you are. I uh, just need to be able to score more goals. Aho coming back will help. Max Pacioretty showing up will help. And Andre Kasha, if he ever plays again, will help. Those guys will help. Those are bona fide point producers. Uh, Devils were off tonight. Hurricanes and Penguins, who were 3-1 winners over Buffalo, are now seven points behind. Canes and the Devils have each played 27 games. The Penguins have played 28. The Islanders, who are now two points behind, both Carolina and Pittsburgh, have played 29 games. Uh, With... The next game, the Hurricanes will go over the one-third mark of the season. Technically, not technically, almost, for the most part, 27 out of uh, 27 times 3 is 81. So you're just a third of a game. that will be exactly one-third of the season through after one period on Tuesday night in Detroit. 
Uh, but the Devils have 43 points. Carolina and Pittsburgh both with 36. The Islanders with 34. The Rangers with 33. Uh, Washington with 30. Philadelphia 24. Columbus 20. The Flyers, who had a really good start to the season, uh, are a mess. And they are 2-6-2 and two in their last 10. Um, Boston is on 43 points. Toronto is one point back, but Boston has three games in hand on Toronto. Tampa's on 35. Tampa beat Florida tonight. The Panthers, 28 games into the season, the Panthers are on 30 points. At some point, you got to figure that they're going to get it together, but they are just, right now, they're, they're outside the playoff line. Uh, the the playoff line right now, five teams from the Metro, New Jersey, Carolina, Pittsburgh, the Islanders, and the Rangers, and the top three from the Atlantic, Boston, Toronto, and Tampa Bay. And that does it for us. So, reminders, follow the Canes Corner Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can give us a rating if you want, but frankly, all I want you to do is enjoy it. That's it. Just enjoy the podcast. And if you are so inclined, check out the folks at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If you need windows or a storm door or you need roofing done, you need you, you want gutter helmets, ask them about the gutter helmets, babe. Aluminumcompany.com online, free no obligation estimate there. These are the best people in the business. All right. With that said, we got to go. Uh, Hurricanes 3, Islanders nothing. See you Tuesday night after the Hurricanes and the Detroit Red, Red Wings. And this road trip finally comes to an end. Bye. You've been listening to the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. Hey, I want to drive the Zamboni. Yes, I do. The Canes Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. On average, people spend over a third of their life sleeping, yet most sleep disorders go undiagnosed. I'm Megan Gigling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sleep struggles left untreated can lead to health problems and have a serious effect on your quality of life. We've served the triangle for 20 years. Let us help you get the sleep you've been dreaming of. If you're in need of a sleep study, a knowledgeable doctor, CPAP machine, or supplies, Parkway has you covered. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep, sound health.